0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi,
1: everybody, and welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders Yankees podcast. For Monday, July 19th, the Yankees have won another series. They came back from their... Uh, shutout loss in the opener of the Red Sox series to win the next two, Saturday and Sunday, amid everything. You know, they've got a lineup that's really half of a AAA lineup, thanks to all the COVID and injury issues, and they still managed to win a couple of games against the first-place Red Sox. So they have life. The Yankees have some life here. Uh, they're seven games back. They're still three and a half out in a wild card race, and there's 70 games left to play. I know they haven't played great, all year for any length of time, but... The math tells you that there's still a long way to go. So that's kind of what you're looking at right now if you're the New York Yankees. Plus, take into consideration that they've just beaten two first-place teams in series. Uh, they won two out of three in Houston. They won two out of three against the Red Sox. They've won three series in a row. Go back to that Mariners series. You know, the problem has been that you know they failed to sweep and they have lost some disastrous games in this whole stretch over the course of the last few weeks that really seems to feel like they're taking one step forward and two steps back constantly. But if you look at where they are right now, the Yankees have some life. There's less than two weeks now till the trade deadline. It's coming up on July 30th. And I know everybody wants to be realistic about who the Yankees are and where they are right now, and maybe that their playoff chances are not good and that they should sell, but they don't have a lot to sell. And I made this point Sunday on the radio is that regardless, even if they had something to sell, think about it in these terms. The Yankees are a handful of games out of a playoff spot with two months left to play. Garrett Cole is back. That's my biggest takeaway of the weekend is that... You know, you had a couple of games where he stunk it up. One against the Mets, one against the Red Sox, and then he had that magnificent performance against the Astros before the break. And the Yankees kind of wasted that momentum with Sunday's disaster when they lost the, that final game to the Astros. But Cole comes back in the next game he pitches, albeit extra rest because of the all-star break and all that, but he comes back and fires up the uh, six-inning, rain-shortened, three-to-one victory against the Red Sox and is, again, dominating. He had 12 strikeouts in that game against the Astros. He had 11 strikeouts in the game against the Red Sox on Saturday night and finished strong, striking out five in his last two uh, innings. And he was coming out for the seventh when the tarp came onto the field, and then he eventually called the game after the rain delay. But Um, Garrett Cole is giving the Yankees exactly what they needed. He had that bump in the road, and we all knew what it meant because there was all the stuff around the sticky stuff and his tacit admission of it. Um, But if you look at what happened in the wake of that, he had three pretty good starts, one against Minnesota, one against Toronto, one against Kansas City, and then he had the two bad ones, one against the Mets and the Red Sox, as I mentioned. And you wondered if he was going to be able to, you know, reel this back in, or how how long it would take for him to reel it back in, um, and how dominant he could be. Because listen, Garrett Cole has been a really good pitcher for a long time. Um, I, I I don't think you could ever equate all of his success to using spider tacks. So it was a matter of figuring out the adjustment. He's still uh, pumping in fastballs at 98, 99, 100 miles an hour. It's about locating, it's about sequencing things like that, and um, and adjusting. And he adjusted. I feel pretty confident in telling you after watching him pitch against the Astros and the Red Sox, two very good offensive teams, that he's back, and because he's back, you can't waste an opportunity when, even if the season's not going your way, there isn't this isn't a season to quit on. This isn't a season to sell on. And, and you know, again, they don't have a lot to sell. They don't have desirable walk your free agents. That's what happened five years ago when they sold. Uh, they had now they have players with money attached to them. That's you know that's nothing you sell. Um, so that part becomes really difficult. But given that you know you signed Garrett Cole to a nine-year deal. He's not this version of Garrett Cole for all nine years. He's this version of Garrett Cole only for a few years in the beginning of it. So you signed Garrett Cole for nine years, but you really need him for years one, two, three, and four, let's say. Remember CC Sabathia signed with the Yankees in 09. His last really great year was probably 2012. And then other stuff started to happen, injuries started to happen. And, you know, I I you know, I don't think anybody wishes or projects a a three or four year demise for Garrett Cole. Um, But if you look at him now, he's 30 years old and he's 10 and four of the 2.63 earned run average. You have to take this opportunity and push it as far as it can go. And if you fall short, so be it, but you don't waste Garrett Cole's productive season like this. And Aaron judge before hitting the COVID IL was having a tremendous season, an all-star season. Um, You've been waiting a couple of years for him to be fully healthy. And again, not the kind of season you waste by giving up on. So, I And I don't think the Yankees were ever really considering that, but I know that's a lot of things that the fans have talked about. Just give up, just sell, this team isn't going anywhere. Well, I mean, it's kind of a losing mentality, and I think that the Yankees aren't taking that despite all the um, – really rough play that we've seen. I mean, we haven't seen a good team. We haven't seen a consistently good team. They they haven't hit well for long stretches. Um, they've had a couple of pitching issues, especially some bullpen issues lately. Um, they don't feel the ball well. They're just not consistent, right? Um, so there are some issues, but... There are 70 games left, which gives you time to iron out some issues. And um, the pitching is the biggest thing here right now because Garrett Cole is reason number one. The Yankees have to move forward and try to do everything they can to win. A couple other reasons. Well, Luis Severino is working his way back again and he had that little setback with a groin issue so he's probably not coming back for a few more weeks he threw a a simulated game a two-inning simulated game on Sunday he's going to do the same again either uh, Friday or Saturday and then out on a rehab assignment so a couple of starts a couple of rehab starts you're looking sometime in August you're looking at Luis Severino back now Garrett Cole Luis Severino That's a kind of rotation that every playoff team wants, and that's kind of my point. Even if the Yankees sneak in as a wild card, and you have to go run that route, win a wild card game, and then go through all the playoffs and not have home field and try to figure out how to win 11 or 12 games here, um, Garrett Cole at the front of that rotation is exactly what you're looking for. The Yankees have waited for years to get him on a playoff team at the front of the rotation or a pitcher like that. Well. Now they have him, so you don't give away a season like that. If Severino can come back healthy, um, well, he's healthy. You know, he had Tommy John surgery, so it's taken a little while. And he's now, what, like 16 16 months removed from Tommy John surgery, which is a pretty good window. Uh, I'm not as confident in Corey Kluber's return because we're still a little unsure as to what happens here as he builds back up and and what happens with that shoulder. But, um, you know, that's kind of a bonus for me at this point. But if I get Cole and Severino back at the front of the rotation, that's as good a start of playoff rotation as anybody else has in the rest of the game. You can talk to me about the Mets, the Dodgers, anybody else. This is this is just as good if you've got those two guys up there. Straightening out the bullpen is a different issue. I don't think Arolas Chapman is back by any means. Um, I know he uh, he, after firing this first pitch to the backstop he and giving up a 407-foot out uh, to start the inning, uh, he might have looked okay. But uh, he's going to have to do a lot better than locking down a 9-to-1 game uh, before I would pronounce him back. I still like Chad Green, despite his penchant for giving up home run balls, which has been a problem this year and uh, was at its ugliest in the game against the Astros a week ago Sunday. Uh, but... Um, you know, that's this is kind of a rough patch here. Maybe you're looking at the idea of you're at a part of the season, you know, this this 90-game mark. You're pushing past you know, last year's 60 games. A ramp-up isn't just about starting pitchers. It's about relievers, too. You try to get over the hump. I'm more worried about Chapman than I am about Chad Green because Chapman's slump here has gone so far the other direction from how dominant he was. And the timeline is... You know, consistent with the idea of of, uh, of using something to help the grip. So, um, trying to figure out if he can be back here the way Cole has. Cole adjusted quickly. Trying to figure out if Chapman can adjust quickly, that would tell me a lot about where he is. I'm not ready to pronounce him back after you know holding up uh, a lead in a nine to one game. Any other signs? Well, Glaber Torres homer in back to back games. This is a guy who had three home runs in the first half of the season. He now has two in the second half. Is I know it's not all about home runs, but for Glaber that's part of it. You know this guy had 38 home runs. He was a power hitting second baseman. Now he's a shortstop. He was he had power in his swing. He has had zero power in his swing for the last year and a half. So if he's able to find a little bit of this, remember... It's really nice that Ryan Lamar contributed to Sunday's win, that Greg Allen contributed, and that guys like Rugnetto Dor and Trey Bergie and Chris Gittins are in this lineup and they're doing what they can, but you know, the guys at the top of the order who are making the money and are the regular stars, these are the ones who are going to carry the Yankees where they can go. The other guys need to contribute, no doubt, but they're here to hold the place until the Yankees get healthy again. And when they do get healthy, you still need the stars to perform. And remember, as much as those other guys are in this lineup and helping out and the Tim LaCastros of the world and um, you know things like that, uh, Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres hit the homers on Saturday night. They gave the Yankees that lead after Garrett Cole's six strong innings. And after Jamison Tyone threw five and a third scoreless, Glaber Torres hit the home run. that gave the Yankees the lead. Uh, and then they piled on late. The Stars have to perform, and they did this past weekend. So these are the guys who are going to carry the Yankees where they need to go if they're going to go that far. It's not about next man up a lot of times and the guys coming up from AAA. They they need to perform, but they're placeholders, and they're not – you know, If you're waiting for those guys to carry this team, well, that's probably not going to happen. The odds are really long. So remember, your star players who didn't perform for a good part of the first half, which is why the Yankees are where they are, Those are the guys that need to pick it up and get the Yankees farther in the second half. So a lot of things still to discuss with the trade deadline, things like that. We'll get to all that. There's still some rumors. Nothing hot and heavy yet as far as moving in the right direction. And we probably won't get there for at least another week or so. Deadlines are when action happens. So the deadline is the 30th. We are still talking on July 19th. Probably a lot of room still before teams get together and actually figure out how to make trades happen and uh and figure out the asking prices so come on back and we'll talk about that the yankees have a little still a tough part of their schedule here although as i said they've won three straight series against teams with winning records mariners astros red sox They've got two with the Phillies coming up, then four more in Boston. They have a little bit of life. They showed a little bit of fight. Garrett Cole's going to pitch again against the Red Sox, and they have three games after that against Tampa Bay. Uh, the Rays could be in first place by the end of this week, and the Yankees will face them, and Garrett Cole will pitch against them, who he's had a little bit of a rough time against, and it's important for him to make You know, really two more good starts here uh, to get the Yankees going. They can't afford to have any more uh, really bad stretches here, and Cole's going to be a big part of that. So let's see how it goes. It's not ideal. They're not a very good team right now, but they have life, and that's really the best thing you can ask for after all the things that they have really suffered through here in this first part of the season and all the bad play and uninspired play. They they do still have life. Remember to subscribe and review to WFAN's Baseball Insiders. You'll get Ed Coleman's Mets reports and my Yankees reports delivered to you. Also, subscribe to the 30 with Murdy podcast, uh, where you get them at Apple, Odyssey, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Once again, thank you for listening. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Okay,
0: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.